Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. Today's guest is one of a kind, a left-footed, right-handed punter and ordained minister who hails from Long Beach, California. He's rocketed the longest punt in the NFL each of the past two seasons, and his 82-yard punt in week six was the longest NFL punt recorded in 13 years. And he was just recently named an alternate for the 2022 Pro Bowl, Packers punter Corey Bajorquez. How's it going, Corey? Good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. First of all, congrats on the Pro Bowl recognition. Thank you. Thank you. Very honored to to get that. Clearly, this football thing is working out for you, but I understand you wanted to be a pro baseball player as a kid. Yeah, baseball was my favorite thing. You know, growing up a Dodgers fan, went all the time with my dad and family and my grandpa, and we'd go spend the day in downtown L.A. and catch the game in the afternoon, and that was the dream. That's amazing. And your dad, Ivan, was a baseball player growing up at John Glenn High, just south of L.A., right? Yep. Did he end up getting in, you into baseball? Oh, yeah. Me and my two brothers. That was like all we did. I mean, we went to a uh, this pilot program elementary school. So we went to school from eight to four. And I was changing in the bathroom at school and going straight to baseball practice right after that for, you know, two, two and a half hours every day. And what position were you? I was a pitcher for a long time. Kind of hurt my shoulder by the time I was about 11. So after that, I switched to uh, center field and that's where I finished up playing at. Very cool. And you were also a very talented soccer player. I did all right. Yeah. I switched between uh, forward and left mid. It just kind of depended on what they needed me to do for the game. Yeah. With the left foot, I'm sure they would want you on the left outside, bringing balls back across the middle. Yep. That's what I did. So were you the guys on corner kicks with that rare man that could actually take it from the left side and banana kick it? Yeah, I would do that. Or they would have me go on the the right side of the field too, because I was able to uh, I would practice a lot scoring from the corner, you know, would try to do that too a couple times. So you scored from corner? Yeah. yeah. That's insane, man. <laughs> Thank you. Did yeah. you go over the back of the keeper or did you near post it? I'd always try to go for the far corner because if it wasn't going to curve in, at least you can have a guy kind of come in and try and get the header. So have a backup plan, you know. So you're starting to get a little bit of recognition, it sounds like, at school. You end up playing JV football, and I understand your first punt went forever. 59 yards, is that right? Uh, it was something like that, yeah. Hit it over the returner's head and just kept going. At that time, I was also doing kickoffs and field goals. Absolutely terrible at them. Punting is definitely what I'm good at. <laughs> you clearly were good, and I understand your friends in high school actually started calling you Golden Boy. That started back in, gosh, I think it must have been my freshman year. Part of it was, you know, we were reading The Outsider and it was always about, you know, stay golden pony boy. And I think it kind of got from that. They started calling me golden boy after after that. And now and then when I see my old high school friends, you know, still call me golden boy. Golden boy turned Bojo. When did that become a thing? Uh, That was actually in college. Uh, We had a strength coach, Mac, great dude. And you know, he'd call everybody by their last names and saw mine and was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. I'm just going to call you Bojo. And I was like, okay, you know, sure. And ever since then, that's what I've gone by. That's a great nickname, actually. And let's go to college since you mentioned it. You led the nation in punting average at Cerritos Junior College on your way to becoming the starting punter at University of New Mexico. 
I read that your first stop when you and your family arrived in Albuquerque, New Mexico was the Breaking Bad house. Oh, yeah, that was cool. You know, we uh, as a family watched a lot of movies and like TV shows together and Breaking Bad was a big one for us that we really enjoyed. So, you know, going to Albuquerque was like, oh, you know, like we get a, you know, I get to live, you know, where the show was taking place. So we drove by a couple different spots that were in the show to go check it out. And they, they've changed some things on the house. You know, they got like a fence up now and that sort of thing. I didn't, I, you know, for privacy reasons. Um, but it was kind of cool to get to see, you know, stuff you've seen the TV show. You and your family are obviously very close. Your brother, Maz, is actually following in your footsteps currently as a yep. kicker at Cerritos College. Yep. Where you went to school. Yeah, it's crazy. It is wild. And I can tell you guys are tight. His favorite athlete, according to his bio, is you, his brother. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's that's what I, you know, aspire to be is, you know, a role model for him. So proud to to know that. And you've actually been a role model for not only him, but also your brother Levi and your sister Bella as the oldest. What has brought you guys so close together as a group of siblings? You know, I think it's just spending time together when we get to, you know, we all go to the beach together when I'm back in town, you know, we'll go surfing and do that sort of thing. You know, once we all got a little bit older and we were able to actually spend more time together, uh, like outside of school and outside of the house. And so that bond between the four of us really strengthened, you know, the last couple of years um, whenever I'm back home and we'll go out and, you know, hang out together, go eat and we'll take the uh, ATVs out and go camping, doing all that stuff. You guys as a family then would go out and not only do camping, but go out into the ocean together and surf. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my two brothers, my sister goes sometimes, you know, for boyfriends there, she's still kind of learning, but yeah, the four of us will all go to the beach. Wife will go with us and we'll go surf for a couple hours and some friends too. And are you goofy or regular stance? Uh, I am goofy. Okay. So you've got the left foot back. Yeah. And yeah. what kind of board are we talking? Uh, I have a eight foot single fin right now, but I did just get a six, four board with the tri fin, but the day I got it was the day I got traded here. So it's, it's still in the box at home. <laughs> That's incredible. So a six, four board is technically a short board, which means mm -hmm. you've got some skill. I, I mean, I'm all right. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I should be competing in, you know, the world surf league, but you know, I can get up and catch waves. And I understand you've also done spear fishing in Hawaii. Yeah, I want to go uh, out with my wife's family. We go visit them. They still live on the big island of Hawaii. So we go every off season in summer to go visit them. And we do all kinds of stuff. You know, we've gone tuna fishing in a boat. We go spear fishing. We go, you know, just fishing with the pole. You know, go cliff jumping. And we've gone free diving with sharks. It was mostly Galapagos sharks. Uh, there was a hammerhead that showed up. That was a little like, ooh. And that area is known to have tiger sharks now and then. We didn't see one, but there were some, you know, other fishes, some barracudas and mahi-mahi and, you know, awesome experience. Can't wait to do it again. And you mentioned your wife. You guys actually met at the University of New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. She was there on a tennis scholarship. This is a power couple as far as athletics go here. Oh, yeah, for sure. We were the power couple at the school. You should go to, you know, the football games. I'd go to our tennis matches and we had a group of friends. You know, we'd go out to eat together all the time and, you know, we would drive around, do a lot of hiking together too. Uh, New Mexico has a really cool mountain range right outside the city, the Sandia Mountains, um, you know, so we do that and it was cool. We got to see a lot of cool sites out there. I'm getting the sense from talking to you here that you're a bit of a renaissance man. And this is before <laughs> I mentioned the fact that you actually play ukulele and five other instruments. Yeah. 
Corey. <laughs> Guitar, piano, harmonica, trumpet, didgeridoo. Yeah, it's a Aboriginal uh, Native Australian instrument. The first instrument I ever really learned how to play was the trumpet. Out of all of them, that was probably what I was best at. I was first here most of the time when I was in the class. The ukulele after that, I would say I'm second best at. I had a lot of Polynesian friends in middle school and high school, and a lot of them knew how to play and kind of taught me. Uh, after that, I'd probably say guitar. That's always a fun one to play. And I, you know, I can pick up simple songs pretty quickly. And then the harmonica, you know, I can do a simple blues little tune. That's about it. And then the didgeridoo, it's tough because you got to be able to do circular breathing. I'd say that's the one I'm not very good at out of all of them. Well, still, that's phenomenal musical ability to have half a dozen instruments at your disposal. And something else that was a bit of a calling for you, Scooby, your rescue dog that you picked up when you were a Buffalo Bill. Yep. My wife and I, uh, I had just been put on IR a couple weeks prior, you know, and she was still in school at the time. She had transferred from New Mexico to Louisville. So she was a little closer, but still had to be at school. And, you know, she came out for Thanksgiving and, you know, we woke up one morning and was like, hey, let's just go to the pound and see if we can find a dog. And sure enough, we got there and a lot, a lot of pit bulls there. And we, you know, I grew up with pit bulls in our family, love them, think they're great dogs. Sure enough, we saw Scooby. He was the only puppy. He was four months old. Got there the, uh, the night before. He was left in an apartment for like four days or something without any food or water. And, you know, as soon as we brought him into the side room to meet him, we just instantly just fell in love with him and knew that that was our dog. So we got an Aussie doodle last year and she is princess of the house, just runs the show, you know, but I'm definitely looking forward to having another one or two for sure. So you guys have the dogs and you've got each other right here in Wisconsin. What do you guys like to do together when you have a chance? Uh, we like, you know, trying all the local spots, you know, to go eat at Creamery Downtown is one of our favorite ones. We went to Chives the other week, too. That place was awesome. You know, we love taking the dogs on walks, go down to Sunset Park and just kind of walking along the water there. Uh, we live just down the street from a park, so we take the dogs there, too, pretty often, let them run around, get that energy out. So we just we try to enjoy like the outdoors as much as we can while the weather's nice. Sunset Park is a beautiful spot right down the street from Vince Lombardi's old house and right on the Fox River. I don't know of a better spot as far as taking your dogs and just enjoying being here in Green Bay. Oh, it's awesome. You know, sometimes we'll go there too, just us and go read and just kind of just enjoy being out there for a little while. It's really nice. You guys obviously adventure here in Wisconsin, but let's say after a big game, Bojo gets a chance to unwind. What do you do? Shoot. Uh, you know, if it's a home game, big game, you know, we're going back and forth with the team, you know, say we, you know, it's a real stressful one. You know, I'm here for a little while after the game, just jumping in the ice tub, just kind of get my body start recovering. After that, I head home and just kind of enjoy spending my time with, you know, the dogs and the wife just on the couch watching TV. After the Baltimore game, you know, we made cookies. That was kind of fun. Whatever it is, just take your mind off football for the night. You know, you'll get into the game the next day. You just kind of want to just relax and get away from it as much as you can. Okay, we'll add baking to the long list of Bojo talents. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm more of just an assistant when it comes to that. Okay, a sous chef in the bakery yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Well, on the list of the many skills of Bojo, what do you want to add to it? Two things I really want to do, get certified as a scuba diver and also get my pilot's license. Two things I look forward to doing eventually. That's incredible. Well, there is a man on the second floor here by the name of Larry McCarran who can mm -hmm. help you in the aviation category. So <laughs> Bojo, really appreciate it, man. Great getting to know you. 
Thanks. Have a good time. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. To find out how you can get involved in a cause near and dear to Corey and his wife, Diana, visit Lucky7DogRescue.com. Take care and see you next time.